Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Thanks for taking a week off with us. Hopefully you were able to spend some holiday time relaxing and hanging out with people who you enjoy or at least generally tolerate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but now, you know, you're you're probably probably getting back into whatever routine it was that, that you had. And, and for us, I know that uh, routine involves... Uh, probing the depths of, of the, you know, the, the crazy questions that, that flop around in Pierce's brain. Yeah. Um, so, so one thing in the new year that has happened is, is maybe unfortunately for you, but I think ESPN's latest hit program, uh, the quote unquote Manning cast has, has come to an end, um, unless they're doing it this, this coming Saturday, uh, for the last last week in the NFL season, which is, you know, a, a week longer. Um, but the Manning cast, for those that don't know, and I didn't even watch it, but saw plenty of clips of it, is Eli Manning and Peyton Manning on split screens watching Monday Night Football games. Um, <clears throat> now, they're both retired quarterbacks. Peyton Manning especially, you will see his face on everything because he's in all of the commercials not some of the commercials not a good number of the commercials all of the commercials well and also because the face is especially giant yes um this is this is true um and and that led us to a couple weeks ago we were like getting prepared uh as we do for for one of our discussions and i asked this question and then wrote it down because i knew we'd come back to it which is is Peyton Manning a celebrity or a very visible former pro athlete? This question of kind of celebrity versus fame for being an athlete as an athlete um, generated a lot of discussion to the tune of when I asked today uh, if, if we'd like to discuss it. I stopped at the library and didn't look at my phone for like, I don't know, 10 minutes, and I had 26 messages from you <laughs> scoundrels. Oh, <laughs> and not like and not like sometimes where Sean will send a bunch. No, it was from all of you contributing. So <laughs> th- this is the question, which is, you know, and Peyton Manning is, is a good one to think about. And there's also someone like Tom Brady. But really what we're talking about is like, are you just famous because you're an athlete or are you actually a, a celebrity? Well, right off the bat, when you say it that way, are you just famous because you're an athlete? Like, does that indicate that the definition of a celebrity is someone that has to be famous for more than one thing? Like, like Barack Obama is just famous for being a politician, but I, he's still a celebrity, is he not? I don't uh, yeah. really understand the uh, the, the distinction it, there. It's, it's a good point, especially when you consider that one of the United States' chief cultural exports of the, you know, of our lifetime it is people who, in a bizarre tautology, are famous for being famous. 
like yeah. those those are the the professional celebrities like your your kim's kardashian and your paris's <laughs> hilton um, your ryan's seacrest <laughs> well no i think it's no, actually pariah's hilton is, is the plural <laughs> that's a that's a that's pretty a good, good one. one i i don't think ryan seacrest is is quite right there because he like actually does a lot of stuff and and truthfully oh, yeah, truthfully i'm 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 slandering kim kardashian a little bit because she got famous for being famous well we know why she got famous but after getting famous for being famous shall we say she has gone on to do several things while famous that have sustained and even increased her fame but you know i so i i want to i want to say where where this storm of messages went because now that i know why you asked the question because i i had completely forgotten and i am almost Mm -hmm. certain kevin and max did too um you know i i think now that i know that this is a question about the mannings and and when someone is a celebrity versus when they maybe are just a, a prominent former athlete like i actually think that my long tangent about Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley uh, brings us to a, an interesting and important place. And and I do want to say, Sean, you, you actually mentioned a term there that I think is really key for me because I do have, as, as happens, I, I have, I think, a, a rule and it's really about celebrity and I think it sort of works. Um, you know, there's there, there are terms, there is libel and slander and those terms have to do it's with- It's actually kind that, of not anymore. Okay. Technically well, speaking. <clears throat> previously, to go back to people like Justice Learned Hand, basically, um, you know, when you're dealing with things like libel and slander, it, it kind of has to do with celebrity in that, like, is your public, is your private life, excuse me, kind of in the public's mind at that point? And so what I think about is what we get to when we differentiate between a very visible former pro athlete, a famous former pro athlete and a celebrity and i think peyton manning versus tom brady is a really exemplary thing here i think of celebrity as someone who like we are interested in things beyond the fact of their 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 employment or their former employment um tom brady's personal life is kind of public um Peyton Manning's personal life. I don't know the name of Peyton Manning's wife. Um, you know, I am not really familiar with with his private life. Um, it's not covered in things like People Magazine or Us or In Touch or, or those different magazines. That for me is where it differentiates where where you become a celebrity. It's when your private life becomes something in public notice. I get what you're saying, although I don't think any of us has picked up a, a People magazine recently to to determine. I, I I went to the library today, and people the recent People magazine Incredible. said <laughs> said well, and I almost took a picture, but someone was sitting right in front of it because it was Betty White turns 100. That's very awkward now because she didn't. Well, no, somebody somebody pointed out. Uh, I want to say it might be it might have been like Dan Lebitard. Uh, framed that as actually her her last great joke letting people magazine print that about her and then you know choosing to step out a couple weeks early Mm -hmm. um but but anyway uh, so so my my big aaron Rodgers, shailene woodley tangent 
is that this was like a, a, a topic of discussion uh, I, over the summer when the world kind of learned that they were together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's been a minor fascination of mine ever since. And what I initially said, because it's it's important to hear my my silly hot takey version first before we get to what I really mean. What I said was not only is Shailene Woodley significantly more famous than Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is actually more famous for going on Joe Rogan's podcast and talking about the horse dewormer than for playing football. And I was I was being tongue in cheek, but really what I meant was Shailene Woodley is probably more famous than Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is more famous for doing State Farm commercials than he is for playing football. And the reason that I believe that statement 100% is that this question of fame is all about framing. It's all about viewpoint. It's all about where you approach this question from. Mm -hmm. I am not sure that Peyton Manning is a global celebrity. I'm not even sure that Peyton Manning is really like a national celebrity. But in New Orleans, all of the Mannings are absolutely unquestionably celebrities. No doubt about it. And and I would say there, like, people know what house they grew up in. Um, people yeah. know what high school they went to. Like, their lives as, as really the, the closest thing to royalty that you have, um, that, that is, that is a, a known quality. So I think, yeah, your framing is important. And also the audiences that you bring in. Because I know Max and Kevin have done research today i mean things were written down polls were taken and and what what i think of with that is is frame definitely framing and also like the bringing in of audiences that wouldn't normally know who these people are and and i guess i'm curious like you know what end up being the the drivers for that um you know kevin i know for you one of the things that that in your research you found written down was michael phelps which i was like that's really interesting, but I mean, he's like an American superhero over the course of the last twenty years. Yeah, he. There was during that Olympics, he kind of captured uh, captured everyone's attention. And so this this research was me asking Julia to just write down every athlete she could think of, and she spent about ten to fifteen minutes on this and. Most of the list was the um, either um, Olympians or uh, people who were really good at uh, single person sports rather than team players. The team players she thought of were um, the only NFL players she could think of were quarterbacks and the only baseball players she could think of outside of Babe Ruth were Washington Nationals players. So and well, and that short guy and that that short guy from the Astros. Yeah. yeah. Which she captured while I put her through seven games of the World Series. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it was an interesting reminder that even though most ninety five percent of my attention goes to the traditional U.S. sports, what really captures a lot of people are these spectacular athletes who are just the best at the sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that was a really interesting thing. Like Michael Phelps is unquestionably. Uh, far removed from the peak of his fame 
But at a certain point in time, Michael Phelps was the most famous active American athlete, probably by a decent stretch, right? Like that was sort of before it, it at least it feels like that was before, um, you know, before Serena Williams. Well, I know, no, he's, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods is still probably the, about the, the most famous, but like, Wow, did did celebrity ever hit him hard? You know what I mean? Jesus Christ, it did. Yeah, but but that's uh, but it's that is sort of an interesting thing. Like, uh, and and the the fact that a lot of these athletes are are people who really captured the world's imagination, or or at least the American imagination, in kind of a, a a solo sport, largely in olympic competition like there were michelle kwan and some some gymnasts were were on his list too right um you know gets me to another thing that that i i was kind of trying to tease at with my uh with my uh, shailene woodley hot take which is that i think american sports fans and and particularly uh football fans tend to wildly overestimate the sort of worldwide fame of yeah football players and and max i feel like you did dig into that a little bit yeah i mean i i i don't like the take because i felt pretty strongly that aaron Rodgers is more famous than shailene woodley someone who i certainly had never heard of until she started dating aaron Rodgers. um i i still feel very strongly that in the united states aaron Rodgers is more famous I'm not necessarily convinced that he's not more famous worldwide either, but that's mainly because I don't know that Shailene Woodley is terribly famous. Um, I think if you gave people a picture and a, a, you know, a picture of each of their faces and their names and said, which of these people do you recognize? I think U.S. and worldwide, I, I still feel pretty strongly that it would probably be Aaron Rodgers, but I've never heard of Divergent or this other stuff. Um, we've tried to do some informal polling, Instagram polling suggests at least in the United States, the people that we know are pretty strongly in the Aaron Rodgers camp, but I, the, the worldwide is where I really don't know. Cause I do agree with you. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is famous in the world, but I'm not convinced that Shaylee Woodley is either. So, so what I would yeah. say to that Max is like, um, I, I think it does, it does matter who you're asking. Um, you know, if it's the people that are, are at the bar at, at, you know, 10 a.m. local time to watch weird football <laughs> games, like, you know, people you hang out with. Um, yeah, they're, they're probably going to say Aaron Rodgers, but you know, if it's the average, you know, 45 year old, um, person who, who watches HBO, like, they might say that Shailene Woodley because they really like Big Little Eyes or they were into Divergent if they're of a younger cohort. Um, I think what's interesting there too is Aaron Rodgers may be more famous, but Shailene Woodley is a celebrity to me in a way that Aaron Rodgers is not. Actually, I will say, I do know all the people Aaron Rodgers has has dated because he very famously dated Danica Patrick and I believe Olivia Munn. Um, and Shailene Woodley, like, I know that she's dating Aaron Rodgers. But based on your own rule, Aaron Rodgers of all the like pro athletes is one of the most in the public eye. Like he, yeah. he talks about his, he was in the news for his vaccination. He's toasted Jeopardy. Like, I don't know if I buy that. I will say this. 
I think Aaron Rodgers, not only that, but I think Aaron Rodgers has actually been in that position for longer than you might think because he gained some notoriety a few years ago for uh, being very public about a, a messy and uncomfortable relationship with his family. Like, I, and, and, you know, he's dated his way through a, you know, a moderate, uh, you know, a moderate who's who, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a famous NASCAR driver, John Mulaney's baby mama, uh, the star of not only a uh, decently successful YA book-based movie franchise, but also uh, The Fault in Our Stars, which was crazy famous. Yeah. Um, so well, I think I think what we've done here is, at least to me, I've I've actually said that by my rule, Aaron Rodgers is a celebrity, and that has only been amplified this year as he's gone on yes. these podcasts and and shown his ass to the world um several so times to several times I, in, I, with, now ayn rand man like what what better oh, was he talking about ayn rand oh yeah he went Are on you surprised? Uh, he was I, I mean i i his like weekly uh his like his weekly pat mcafee podcast appearance i i guess he like proudly pointed to a copy of atlas shrugged on his bookshelf you know i because because it's it's the uh, it's the lefties that do all the virtue signaling. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, so he's he's a celebrity, and he's he's not someone I particularly in, enjoy. I wish I, I wish, wish, I wish just he a didn't fan. know anything about his personal yeah, life. Yeah, I, I mean, which which I felt like I kind of did before. I, I, one question I have as we talk about this is that to me it feels like the. Uh, I guess the bar for a actor or actress is to be a celebrity seems to be like lower than yeah. an athlete. Like I feel like you would very quickly call a and I don't know, pretty much any uh, actor or actress, even if they're not like a mega star, you'd call them a celebrity. But I don't know why you wouldn't then call but like think, Patrick Mahomes a celebrity. Think about this: is there are there are whole industries around covering celebrities as public figures? That's I feel like that's just kind of the nature of of how Hollywood and and different places have worked for a long time. You know who who gets spotted at which places in New York, whereas. Uh, Athletes, and I think this is probably important to get to, um, with with all discussion of, of being celebrities and superstars, there's going to be very soon the um, series on HBO about the Showtime Lakers. Um, uh, you know, Magic Johnson is going to come up is that. He is a bright, shining superstar and someone who who I think is a celebrity. He is he, his his private life is for a number of reasons is is very famous. But then there's also someone like Michael Jordan, who for the last 30 plus years has been probably one of the biggest celebrities in the whole world. And I think for the industry of covering athletes as these public figures, that has existed for a much shorter period of time, I think. Well, there's also there's another aspect to this, too, which is that um, the the sort of what we think of as like the celebrity industries, there's essentially like two centers of power for that everybody is concentrated in to a a large extent new york and los angeles and so all of the all of those people are in the same two places much of the time Mm -hmm. patrick mahomes plays in fucking missouri better yet it's frank sinatra has a cold not franco harris 
I mean, that's that's sure. the nature of like covering celebrities and also the where they are. We're, we're forcing this one a little bit. No one who's listening to this podcast has read Frank Sinatra has a cold. Well, you know, come on, th- homework, homework, New Year, New You, do the research. Yeah, I, you should. It's great. It's a it's yeah. a great piece of journalism. Uh, but it, it speaks to this, which is like people are interested in celebrities and what they're doing outside of the stage and stuff and have been historically in a way that like maybe they've always been interested in how many beers that Andre the Giant can drink. But like, I don't know. And 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 not also not only are there these centers of power, but at least in one of them, Los Angeles basically runs on the celebrity industry mm-hmm. like new york uh, new york is a bit of a different beast because it is such a a center of global commerce and media and all that shit too but la you know there's a reason a lot of people refer to la as hollywood even though hollywood is like a neighborhood inside los angeles you know there there's this whole whole city that kind of uh, exists and was built on celebrity in a way that you know dallas wasn't or (laughs) nashville wasn't or like milwaukee or green like for god's sake green bay certainly wasn't built on megawatt star power you know what i mean uh greensboro also definitely wasn't just gas jim Beheim. We're really packing the Easter eggs in there, huh? <laughs> I mean, the, this is you know, not I, a Virginia yeah. basketball podcast. Well, this, <laughs> God damn it! That, that a, a name that comes to mind, I guess, is uh, is Jeremy Lin, and I guess because that, oh, I would call him a celebrity, and I, you know, maybe it is only because it was for the Knicks, but I like I would think of him as a celebrity before I thought of him as a. I don't yeah. know if he's current or former NBA player at this point. But. Yeah, I mean, he, it helps that he's a very thoughtful person and he does really good interviews and and talks about difficult topics. Like he he in some ways has I think recognizes that being a professional athlete or a performer professional athlete like gives you some gives you opportunities to to speak and and use your celebrity for good, which I think he's done a really good job of. I think. Athletes and, and stars do this too, I, I, I suppose. Um, but like Daniel Day Lewis, like goes off and is a cobbler for years. I'm not making that up. That is actually something he did, um, and wants to keep his private life private. There are a lot of athletes that are like that too. That you just don't know very much ab- about them. Like, uh, and I think that that's you know understandable. Like you are really into owning your craft and you want to do that. Um, but but I think that yeah it's it's almost like when athletes do it when they make their uh, private lives more public it's it it still feels kind of notable and I don't know if it still should yeah it's interesting like you know lot, lots of athletes have just sort of intensely boring lives where they yep. are are training they're like going to practice they're lifting weights or, or running or whatever it is and then they kind of go home. Yeah. Well, they don't do they don't do media tours every time like they're going to the I mean, well, they no, don't do me- they do. They do. But they're their media. You know, they do like a little minuscule media tour every week. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's with the same, it, it's within the same frame every time. Yeah. They get it's asked like, the same questions every time. Yeah. Tell us about it, that one play. Yeah. And it's, you know, how many people really care what the green Bay beat reporter is writing about? Some of the people in green Bay, um, you know, who, who cares, you know, Josh Allen's answer to this question, the bills mafia. And I don't know, uh, Patriots fans who are looking for reasons to to tear him down in the comments or something. Uh, it's 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 very different than like oh you know Allison Brie is on Good Morning America today and he's gonna she's gonna be on this YouTube channel tomorrow and like bringing in different audiences. Well, I was gonna say you're you're making me think about like when I think of a Hollywood celebrity. Maybe maybe I'm wrong here, but like they're going around to advertise themselves as a brand. Mm, where oh brand i think i think a lot of super famous athletes maybe do that a little bit in terms of their marketing but not as much like i I don't i don't know maybe not during interviews either yeah well sometimes they do but rarely (laughs) um you know like like you said aaron Rodgers is on a you can't really watch tv i at least the tv i watch and not see like an aaron Rodgers state farm ad but he's not like going around marketing for state farm and talk shows i don't know maybe maybe i'm way off there. i i think state farm is is this this entree is really important because i do i really do wonder like patrick mahomes is is a transcendent football player aaron Rodgers is a transcendent football player i have to admit like i felt that way for a very long time chris paul i know that he's a transcendent basketball player but he is not like cool and fun to watch in the same way that those other people are so i think thinking back to kevin's list like transcendence in sport goes a long way and i think that that gives you more of a platform and then that like i don't know i feel like that feels like it's intertwined in 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 your brand i see all these commercials with serena williams right now where i forget what it is for but she gets thrown in and she's like fighting aliens and stuff i i I think that those kind of work together it's like of course, Serena Williams can fight aliens. She's a superhero. Michael Phelps, he would also fit in those commercials. Is there an aspect of this also that is that, you know, say for for an actor, like I, there's a wider swath of us regular jamokes that might look at like Leonardo DiCaprio and think, oh, I wonder if I might be able to do what he does than who look at like Shaq and say, yeah, I could be seven foot one and 340 pounds and absolutely vaporize people on the basketball court. Like, is part of the reason why we are so intensely interested as a, an American society with celebrities' personal lives, like, it, that that we want to, that, that we think, well, maybe I'm just like one degree of separation away from this? Relatability especially with like the with yeah like with with shailene woodley and her roles either in divergent or big little lies you could i don't like you're not seeing shailene woodley you're seeing you know characters that she's playing that are supposed to be interesting characters and so i think it's hard to not help but be interested in the person behind it too yeah and and i think going back to her and big little lies is such a great example because who is I don't know. To me, the most famous, the biggest celebrity on that show is Reese Witherspoon, who like 
knocks it out of the park in terms of relatability like her 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 book club and her what is it uh teacup full of whiskey tour type mm-hmm. thing and everything like she is uh, you know supposed to i mean one of her movies sweet home alabama is like I, basically i'm just i'm just in every every person type thing so here's yeah. a here's a crazy thought just within the big little eyes cast like i think i agree with you that like in 2022 god that's weird to say uh reese witherspoon is probably the biggest celebrity but like i don't know does reese witherspoon's current level of celebrity touch what nicole kidman was at in like 1997 yeah and she was at that time was she married to tom cruise i feel like she was yeah yeah i mean those are like two of the most famous people in the world and they 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 feed off one another's fame in some ways i mean yeah probably um but also very different time i mean totally at that time you you there were not perez hilton was not blogging at that time you you saw those us weekly and people magazine and and everything else and those were like big deals to be covered in that and they're also in that cast with someone who is the the transcendent athlete of the bunch shall we say in that they're they have an argument to be like the greatest actor ever, Meryl Streep, someone whose personal life, I, I don't know. It seems like for for someone who is very famous and in the public eye and what they do has actually managed to have a very kind of normal and not Hollywood insane private life. I, I don't think she's generated nearly the same amount of sort of interest and concern as as her castmates despite being i I don't know more talented than all of them put together maybe like that and that's not even none of that should be taken as shade at the other the other people in the big little lies cast it's meryl streep yeah well you've made me think of something too which is like obviously we're talking about certain celebrities or famous actors or athletes who choose or choose not to be in the public eye and i'm curious Part of this could also be separate from the fact that I think Kevin made a really good point. Like, I think you have to be you have to be a really famous athlete in the U.S. to be on that same level of celebrity. Like the most famous athlete compared to like B-list celebrities is where you get similar levels. But what I'm curious about is I wonder how much of it is like if a celebrity actor or actress wants to be out there and wants to be more famous and go out and say things I doubt that they're stopped. They're probably encouraged to do that. Whereas I think most athletes would probably be discouraged from doing that from their teams and the owner or the owners or the, like, I don't think that the, 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 that the Patriots want Mac Jones spouting about, like, they don't want him in the news. They want him to play football. And I wonder if part of that, whereas like individual sports, not so much. I mean, Naomi, Naomi Osaka can, can do what she wants because she almost plays for herself yeah but it's still seen as like poor form or bad sportsmanship to to kind of to you know stick with to not stick within sports or whatever i know that's that's been something that's a fence that's been hard for people to cross before well yeah yeah and i think that's actually flattening i think that's starting to flatten out a little bit because i you know to me everybody who's famous now is getting a level of like PR and media training that I think was not so prevalent to say like 20 years ago and it's, it's bringing them much closer. Ago. Sure. <laughs> and it, yeah, really that, that, yeah. Um, you know, since, since 
we started talking about you know cancel culture and, and whatnot like everybody is uh, kind of it, making it all you know a, a self-fulfilling stupid stupid prophecy and and getting a little more on edge about what they say and like I, you know i, I think I, it, I mean we'll just watch not that this is like a good representation of whether people are like interesting and engaging but like if you watch any sort of guest interview on the tonight show like no one is revealing anything new and interesting to jimmy fallon <laughs> like you know they've, they've pre-selected oh, you wrote a book? <laughs> they've pre-selected an anecdote or or three and have like really gone over it with producers for the show beforehand it was you know they've done like a pre-interview and and so like every uh, it feels like that stuff is getting more and more rehearsed so yeah. like I, I i think we're we're losing a little bit of that that sort of loose cannon possibility even as some people i don't know like aaron rogers are coming in and grabbing at it with two hands and saying like i i'm going to be the loosest cannon of them all yeah, and and to to kind of I think at least for me come full circle. You mentioned Jimmy Fallon. I think about Peyton Manning has hosted um, Saturday Night Live before. I don't know if Tom Brady has. He has. The, oh, Tom Brady has. Don't watch it. <laughs> how or long, do how, Eli has too? Eli, I'm uh, sure has. Eli but, did, but Tom's was. Oh, but man. I don't know how long ago Tom Brady did it, but I would imagine if they they both were given opportunities to do it again as they they scrape the bottom of the barrel at SNL. Um, you know, I think about when Peyton did it and like his. I don't think it was two thousand five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I think that things have changed was, for Tom Brady since then. It was but, an unwatchable Saturday Night Live episode. <laughs> but Peyton Manning, I feel like they still have to come have him do like he did, and it was hilarious. But he he's he's like the football coach or whatever, and he's throwing footballs at the small children. Um, and it's like you have to bring him on and do a football thing. Whereas Tom Brady, you you bring him on and you make a joke about how he doesn't eat bread. And I think that that's kind of the difference between the two. We know a lot about Tom Brady's personal life, and it's weird, and jokes are made about it. Peyton Manning is still like, he's a football guy, and and that is kind of where it sits with me, and that's fine. They're both super, super famous. I think, I think he famous. likes model trains too, according to uh, Nationwide. <laughs> well, that's uh, not before we start talking about insurance commercials with Peyton Manning and Brad Paisley. I think that's probably a, a good good sign that we have said all that needs to be said and, and, and we can maybe wrap on on this subject and, and move on uh any any parting shots before we we head to what people come to this pod for uh send us your favorite uh who's more famous matchups because yes there's a lot of pretty good ones <laughs> yes i would i was thinking I would like, like tom brady or halle berry yeah i think that's that's a like great honestly one. i don't your gut is tom or, brady and then you're like well i don't know <laughs> i, I would about Frank Sinatra versus Franco Harris. That seems to. <laughs> Halle Berry was in a Bond movie. Exactly. That's right. She was. She was uh, yeah. So um, I don't know how how should one send those to us. Uh, it's pretty okay at gmail.com. Uh, pretty okay pod on on the tweet machine, or you can just tweet them to me, uh, Sean McGoey. I we don't really use the Twitter account anymore, so you know. Nor should you. Twitter we have more followers bad. than Shailene sure. Wood. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we definitely <laughs> do not. 
Neither does Aaron Rodgers, though. Um, no. Okay. On that note, uh, let's let's go to Pierce Asari. What are you apologizing for today? Um, I forget when I realized this, but I, I I was thinking about it again over the Thanksgiving period and then the end of the year. Um, it's something that that I have you know sort of had to apologize to to people before, and it is briefly like, uh, you should tell your friends or whomever, if you see them, um, you should tell them how far you've traveled. Um, there's one specific example I'm thinking of because it, because it can cause awkwardness. The example I'm thinking of is, is one time I made a friend feel really awkward because we met in Richmond and they thought I was coming from Charlottesville and I was actually coming from the DC area and they were coming from somewhere that was about equidistant to Richmond from Charlottesville. And so I was very happy to be there. I was great, you know, spent a couple hours hanging out with a friend and then, you know, and going, going back, I was like, oh, I need to leave. And, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, hopefully that won't be too bad to drive. And I'm like, oh yeah, the drive back to DC will be fine. Um, so sometimes I think it's important to, to tell your friends how far you've, you've traveled to, to avoid awkwardness. And maybe I've done that on other occasions too, but I think it's nice to like let people know because the last thing you want to do is have someone that you've just spent a nice period of time with feel very awkward about the length uh, that you are traveling to hang out with them um, because that takes away from the enjoyment. So, you know, just when you're doing logistics, which is something we, as an aside, discussed earlier today, I think it is good to be transparent about your logistics. This is a recurring problem for you. <laughs> I think it's happened before, but but that was one where I thought about it and I realized, oh, I could have avoided that by just being more clear in my communication. What you've described is a need to keep your friends apprised of where you live. <laughs> no, no, th this was this was specific because because I actually think I had been in Charlottesville gone back to dc and then did this thing which is also on me for maybe being dumb and in, in my travels again but. this this quote-unquote problem is 100 percent solved right away it never even happens if the person is aware of where you live yeah. <laughs> but also in, in this example if you you know met somewhere in the middle wouldn't you be eating at like a chili's in fredericksburg Ugh. No, because no one should go anywhere near Fredericksburg anymore. Just ask the Virginia Department of Transportation. Yeah, yeah definitely not <laughs> if you if you tried to do that over the last three days. Also, Fredericksburg thinks too highly of itself. They, they, they've probably done away with all the chilies recently. Great. Yeah. There go all our listeners in Fredericksburg. Yeah. <laughs> with their lever chairs. <laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah. So uh, let 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 the people that you're hanging out with know how far you came or just make sure they know where you live or, or whatever. Talk, talk to, talk to people. Yeah, talk to people. That's, it's, it's a good thing. We've got all these gosh darn communication devices. You might as well use them as opposed to just scrolling on Twitter. Yeah. With doom and gloom. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so let's, uh, let's do a big idea from pop culture. Uh, I am. Uh, I, I was on a, a murderous reading binge in 2021, and uh, I would like to continue that in 2022. And part of the way I intended to get off on the right foot with that 
uh, was to use some Christmas money to buy books at a local store when I was home in New Orleans. And one of the books that I purchased that I'm very excited to read is Murakami Tea. And it is a, uh, a sort of a short read by the author Haruki Murakami, who is telling you about his very prodigious t-shirt collection. Oh, not T-A, not T-E-A. Correct. Just the letter T. Uh, this is a book that when I, I first heard it was uh, going to be a thing I was extremely excited about. And then I forgot about it until I was walking around Octavia Books on December 29th. And I saw it and I said, perfect. I just remembered that I really wanted this book. Uh, so it is, uh, it is probably the, the next thing that I'm, I'm going to read. Uh, and hopefully, uh, if you are interested in Murakami or, or t-shirts or the general concept of, uh, mildly obsessive collections, uh, of which I am interested in all three. Or a famous person making their private life public. Sure. Uh, maybe, maybe this will be part of your 2022, uh, reading list as well. So Murakami T. Uh, you will also notice that I didn't say let's close the show with a big idea from pop culture because it's a new year. I want to try a new thing. I received as a Christmas gift a page-a-day Rolling Stone rock trivia calendar. Oh. And I would like to maybe start closing the show uh, with, with the day's uh, rock trivia question. Would anyone be interested in doing that? Sure. I mean, Max is not interested in trivia. Yeah. (laughs) Max trivia? Who? Uh, So we are recording this on Wednesday, January 5th. And the question of the day is, what did Kurt Cobain insist that there be more of in the Smells Like Teen Spirit video? A, moshing. B, cheerleaders. C, Dave Grohl drumming. Or D, his own face. I want to say B, but I think it's D. I want to say C. Yeah, I'll go C. He wanted his own mug up there. Pierce is correct. Uh, And you know what? Uh, That reminds me. I will uh, let's let's make a game out of this. Uh, I will I will tally up the results and and we will have periodic updates on (laughs) uh, on who is is doing the best in the Rolling Stone Rock trivia contest. But uh, yeah, uh, I I think this this could be a winner of a new segment for us. <laughs> Lead dog. <laughs> All right, uh, that is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web at www.prettyokpod.com or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. If you do that, tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Well, then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening.